0: i think that that was a part of the program actually that i i liked the most was was the fact that it forced me to be outside yeah and i know aj loved it with his like army boots and like headlight and yeah because vest you, bro so you weird know, he was, so out weird, like he was like walking G.I. through the Joe city like, like he was a yeah. seal <laughs> in, in queens, just train bro in queens, you're in queens bro, bro yeah. let like, so, go with you and
1: that's why he's out there laughing with people at, at <laughs> 4 a.m yeah. they are not laughing for the same reasons it
2: is impossible to enter Tommy area will
1: attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. Oh my
0: goodness. In three, two, one, we gone. <laughs> we gone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 18 of the First Sip Podcast. Today's a little different. So our guest today is AJ Warkeiser who's a good friend of ours. And we are actually not going to be talking about his occupation today. So we're actually going to be talking about a recent transformation that he did thanks to the 75 hard challenge. So this whole episode is going to be focused around what the challenge was and what it did for AJ. AJ yielded crazy results throughout this challenge. He lost crazy weight, mentally changed. He's like, he's a different person and he credits it to the challenge he was always motivated before but now it's on a whole nother level and that's what we're trying to instill in everyone listening to this episode so with that being said john aj thanks for joining <laughs> us man
2: thanks john thanks for having me on guys it's welcome uh, it's
0: welcome welcome
1: it's
2: good to be here i've been listening to everyone so i'm uh happy to be on ready to rock look at that the
1: boys are listener the boys are back in town now a guest man this Absolutely. feels great
2: i would say i'm a first sip sipper like i, I get down every time it comes out so
1: So, you know, we've been trying to narrow down a name, right? For, for our people, for the community. Do you you think sippers is a good one? I don't know. Uh, First sipper. That's not good. Uh, I I
2: wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that's best. Remember the one day I threw out like 50 in the group.
1: So Uh, many people just cringed. First sipper. First (laughs) sipper.
2: Yeah. That's a, we're going to throw that away.
1: Yeah, what y'all think about
0: sip stars? Ooh, that's mm. nice. If you're a chronic listener, please shoot us a text or DM us. We're gonna throw. Would we throw you want to little... call yourself? A like... Should we throw up
1: a poll? Can we do a poll on Instagram? I don't know. We're not that tech savvy, but we can maybe check that. Yeah, sip stars. Sip uh, first, first sippers. Sip army. Definitely not. Oh, sip army. Army, army of
2: sippers.
1: Army of sippers. Sip... He really likes the Sipper thing. Army of <laughs> sippers. <clears throat> sippy cups.
0: What? Oh, What's what? up, sippy cups? <laughs> john aj for the public i call aj john all the time sorry about that what yeah, are AJ. you sipping on bud
2: yeah guys so uh because you know it's the first time being here and it's the evening having a good week we're sipp- i'm sipping on some makers 46 this evening uh with the boys What
1: so. little whiskey that's what got me this whiskey. weekend the makers that's what got me this weekend what that's the five finger pour that you had that one knocked me back before dinner. Yeah, that's not for you, bro. That's not your thing. No, it was my thing. It was just the amount of the thing that wasn't my thing. Yeah, it's
2: Wait, not for you. What do you call that for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not,
0: I'm not dubbing your thing for the public. Nope. We, we have a lot of subscribers right now. We're doing great, and I don't want everyone to hear it. Kambay, nope. what are you sipping on?
1: Man, we're back again with some Eldorado. Oh, it's phenomenal. 15-year Dorado sipping good, sipping good. Today's a good day. Today's a great day. Today's a liberating day. Very liberating day. It is a good day. So let's get started.
0: Let's dive in. AJ, why don't you first touch on why you wanted to do it? The 75 hard challenge and then break down the rules since you were the boss throughout the whole challenge.
1: Side Mm -hmm. note, I did it with AJ. So yeah, like that's a lot of training. Y'all didn't have anything else to do? No, it was the winter. Uh, It was uh, was a lot. Yeah.
2: And uh, to your first question, yeah. the, The reason why I did it was I, uh, was that a point in my life, right, where I decided and I was going, you know, going through the steps as a lot of us do, right? We were going through the day to day, not really making much progress, uh, kind of content in your mental state and your physical state. Uh, but, you know, you could do a lot more. Right. And uh, in that time, you know, uh, you're kind of lying to yourself. Right. Thinking that you, you're doing great and you uh, you're on the right path, but you're really not. Right. So I said, hey, this is actually me and Ryan. We're talking one day. Ryan gets most of the credit first. And then I said, Brian said, Hey, you want to do it? And I said, hell yeah, like, let's do something fun. Let's do something new. Uh, so we got everyone on board for it. Right. So there was what five of us doing it, uh, five or six and we, uh, and we took on the challenge. Right. Um, and the challenge, uh, it's tough, right? So the challenge is it's a 75 day program, right? So that might seem kind of short, but there's a lot packed into that 75 days. Um, the first rule is that you have two 45 minute workouts a day right and these two 45 minute workouts one of them has to be outside so us being the idiots that we are we decided to start on january 10th which was the dead of winter in the northeast so we had a little bit more of a challenge there but
1: swarm the outside
2: it was it was it was brutal and dude this i think new york city had the worst winter it has in like five <laughs> years so i was trekking through like two feet of snow just screaming at queen's <laughs> like, Time to wake up queen's
0: but uh, but in in our defense, we didn't have that much precipitation. Other than snow, I think it rained like 2 days throughout was, the whole time.
2: Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And it was uh, freezing. But Yeah, it was cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh hate the cold. And me being me being the outdoorsman, I am or want to be more of I had way too much gear that I haven't broken out yet so I got to actually use it during all this program, which
1: There you awesome. go. Perfect opportunity. It
2: was perfect, man. I was just geared out every day. But
1: All right. So we're uh, outside. We're outside yep. once a day, training another time. Yes. Yeah. So two workouts right. a
2: day and they both need to be 45 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. And also in that, you cannot combine those workouts into one. So let's say you can't say I want for an hour and a half run uh, and that's your two workouts for the day, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be able to split that up by time to give it some time basis. And the idea behind that is that you're time disciplined, right? You're able to categorize your day and move through it. So gotcha. uh, you're not just bulking everything into one, right? So you're disciplined throughout your day and how you're going to structure it. Uh, so that's one segment, right? So two workouts a day, one has to be outside. And also the 45 minutes has to be straight. You can't say, hey, I went for a 10-minute walk at noon. I don't went for a 10-minute walk at one and add them up. That doesn't count, right? They all have to be added up into one. Um, second is follow a diet, right? So this one is uh, is the hardest for a lot of people because they're not too sure about what diet to pick or what they should do. Um, you know, reading through Andy Priscilla's stuff, and this is the creator of the program, Uh, Mm -hmm. most of it's around just eating clean, right. Knowing that, um, you shouldn't be eating sugar, right. You shouldn't be eating, I call them sugar coated lies, like donuts and stuff like that. Uh, You should actually be eating clean every day, uh, and not consuming artificial stuff, you know, like bad sugars and stuff that's, you know, in the center of the grocery stores, not in the outside aisles. right? Mm. Um, I took it a step further, right. Um, I was paleo for the most part in the, in the beginning of the, of the program, uh, but I had to fluctuate my diet a bit due to uh I have Crohn's also, so I had to fluctuate some of my carbs in order to ingest some okay.
1: more. Fluctuates. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but I stuck to a diet, right? And the diet that I stuck to was a diet provided from Ryan, who you've had on the show also, one of our big buddies who did it with us, uh, that put me through more of a carb cycling type diet. Right. So that's the,
0: Was it carb cycling? That's what you guys did.
2: That was carb cycling, like, yeah. So it was uh heavier days, day one through four, and then uh five through seven was lighter days, right? Nice.
0: I didn't know you were cycling. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So
2: I cycled on those days and I just tapered it down throughout. So, um, to be honest, right. I was losing weight pretty easy. Right. And and it really contributes to the the two a day workouts, right. Increasing your heart rate early in the morning and then increasing it again, end of day and having that diet throughout the pounds fall off of you. So, um, just the one step. Now, the next part is no cheap meals, no alcohol. Right. So, those of you listening you know i like to have my drink my boys like <laughs> to hang out like to have a good time so, uh, yeah, no,
1: so. you so like a no miller point, here and there
2: i like a couple of millers here and there right miller gang uh but i like to have you know a couple couple here and there with the guys um this was a bit of a hard part right because we're very social our everyone we know and our group of friends uh my fiance and i we, we pretty much travel every weekend right so uh this role made it a little bit hard for all the winter traveling and i'm also an avid skier so for me not having a mountain beer is very tough after a long day on the hill. So, mm. um, so no alcohol and no cheat. Right. That means Sunday, you can't get your pizza. Right. You can't have that Chinese meal. Right. You can't do shit like that. So
1: I'm not gonna lie. That's tough. That is, that is very, very tough. Did the, the drink
0: be mad. The drinking aspect um, is very hard, especially if you're like us
1: in, 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 in the way that socially mm-hmm. you're very provoked to drink. Yeah. Um, because some people are like the root of like, the problem. Like you go and hang out with them and it's like, Hey man, you want to drink? I didn't want to, but here we are again, you offering me something that I didn't well, want to do. Right. I'm not trying to point any fingers or name any names. <laughs> I was going to say,
2: so what Albert and I came to find out is that we are the catalyst in a lot of that fun. I I'm
1: absolutely the that. catalyst of the problem. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Definitely the catalyst. I uh, actually showed up to a couple of events with buddies and they showed up with like, you know, some extra Miller that they didn't need to bring. And they said, they were like, bro, I thought we were, you know, getting after it tonight. And I was like, oh, sorry, man. Like I'm doing this new thing.
0: Which is a credit to the the mental aspect, the entire mental aspect of the program. I had my cousin's 30th surprise birthday party and I couldn't drink. And my cousin, Eric, who's also an avid listener and dude, not drinking at his birthday was one of the hardest things. It was so difficult. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. It it's
2: really hard It's really hard. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, you want to have fun, you know, it's your, if you're a social guy and I'm not saying, you know, you have to drink to be social, but, uh, you know, sometimes it brings a different energy and it also cuts the week sometimes. Right. If you have one with your boys, something like that. So, um, that's step number four, right? So more to come. So next we have is you have to read 10 pages a day. It has to be nonfiction and it can't be audio books. Right. So this is a big thing. Um, for a lot of people who aren't readers, right? Uh, Andy actually wrote his book. He said, like, you know, don't go into Word, download a book and increase the font to 100, right? Like, actually read 10 pages because people yeah. were you know, cheating their way through. Um, for me, I'm an avid reader, right? So this wasn't too tough, right? I like to read. I try to read, you know, 30 to 40 pages a day, but this was uh, definitely added more to it, right? Because you're not accustomed to reading on the weekends or you're not accustomed to reading after you had to do two, work, two workouts in the day and you have to drive three hours home that day because you're traveling yep. to work, right? Um, it gets hard, right? That 10 pages sometimes is make or break for a lot of people. Uh, they're 100%. laying in bed and they five and fall asleep and they wake up at six in the morning. Hey, exactly, You got to go back to day one.
1: Bro, you know, that's yeah. that's how I really got into it because like we were talking about before we uh, started recording, I started listening to uh, Andy Versello back when he had the CEO project that we were talking about. And I heard him, just going about how he goes through books, right? And how he has to structure in a certain way or else he doesn't get through it. And at that time, it was very hard for me to get through books, right? Because I was just, I get distracted. Like we talked about this on the other episode, we get distracted easily. There's a million yeah. other cooler, more exciting things that we for can sure. fill our time with, right? But then how does it make us better? And that's where the point of was like, okay, how can I get through these books faster and faster and faster? I said, okay, in the morning, I'm going to sit down when I make my coffee and go through at least 10 pages, Mm -hmm. no matter what I do, I'm going to go through these 10 pages before the next thing I do. And that was an Andy Frizzella thing. Yeah. That was something I pulled from him. Right. Cause he was talking about when he was doing a 75 hard and I was like, okay. And at that time, you know, I was already like training on a regular basis, my diet, you know, I'm always like monitoring my diet and those kind of things. So I was like, maybe 75 hard isn't the full tilt thing I want to do right now, but what can I pull from this that I can apply to my life? Right. And that was one thing I was like, Oh, this is, this is really cool. I can, I can definitely do this on a daily basis. So going back to you, AJ. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you're hundred percent, right. Um, The reading you have to definitely structure into your day. Uh, You know, we can get into later. I mean, really the last thing you have to do is, um, is take a progress pick. Right. And the progress pick seems very light, very easy. Right. Uh, But the point of this and the point of it being in the program is to point out that the little things matter. Right. And that this Mm -hmm. little progress picture means a lot more than just what it is right it's that you're actually recalling that you have to take it every day that you're scheduling around it and that you're accomplishing it every day right uh and it can be simple as that right i set alarms for it uh, at 8 30 every evening and my <laughs> nice fiance of mine took pictures of me every single night front and back in the bedroom right and or in the living room wherever we were right? we shout out her?
0: to
1: meg shout
2: out to meg um she's probably living and listening right now uh, <laughs> But yeah, those progress picks were huge, right? And uh, you couldn't miss it, right? I had alarms uh, in the apps and stuff like that because I knew sometimes I suffer with little things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what a lot of this program was about, right? Like the little things adding up, right? But the isn't
1: it like, do you think that's something that you guys discovered though going through this? It's that for as much as people talk about discipline yeah. and doing things every single day, I feel like the more and more you get closer to being a, a quote unquote disciplined person, the harder it is. Yeah. Because you're adding more and more things on your schedule and there's more to manage and it's a constant struggle day day after day to maintain that self accountability, right? And I don't know anybody who's 100% disciplined in everything, but I feel like that's also a part of it, right? It's that constant that constant uh you're just constantly just reaching for it, right? Like you're you're chasing after that yeah. that that level of discipline that's just perfect, right? And I guess it's a type of person it takes a type of person to want to want to attain that for sure, and and AJ is that type of person, yeah, which is why I yeah, wanted to have him yeah. on.
0: He's he's yeah. honestly the closest I would assume now, yeah. <clears throat> As of now, he had massive working out uh, commitment issues beforehand, but now You, you can definitely say yeah. That. He's insanely consistent. <laughs> really don't matter the
1: bus or anything, but you know, hey, oh, he was, that was, Hey, you, you know, know, we keep it honest here. AJ. That was his fault. Everyone has a fault. He always ate <laughs> great. I was an undisciplined,
2: no weak minded. You know,
0: um, and you did miss the gallon of water a day, which is another thing that you oh, were sorry. super strict yes. on.
2: Yes. Yes. So, sorry. So that's one step I missed. So I'll run through them at the end here, but gallon of water. I mean, so you need to have a gallon of water every day for you. And this was something that I didn't recognize how beneficial it was for me until after the fact. Um, I actually, I don't, one, I don't sleep well Two, uh, I thought that my skin wasn't that great kind of thing. And I, didn't, you know, feel like my joints were that well, right. Being very active and lifting a lot, you know, we're always having shoulder issues, knee issues, and you know, our bodies are always, you know, also with the weight that I had on extra, right? So you're, you're, you felt like shit. Uh, This extra water really cleanses you out, right? And it sounds very generic. It sounds very simple, but drink your water, right? Get a gallon a day and make it easy for yourself, right? I always say, get a big bottle. It doesn't have to be the gallon jug. You don't do, you don't do the guy at the gym with the gallon jug walking around, even though that was me at one time. That was, Uh, that was all of us. I, I recommend getting like a 32 ounce hydro flask that you fill up four times a day. Right. And you count it. Right. I have a whiteboard in my office that I would check off every day. Gallon. gallon mm-hmm. or Like, you know, one, two, three, four, add it up, check it off, put it in the app. Yeah. Um, so the gallon was crucial. I mean, I mean, the water I attribute even to clearing up my skin, you know, feeling better. My joints uh, didn't have many issues until actually after the challenge. Uh, and with all of those adding up, uh, you can really transform your mind and your body. And what Andy teaches tr- to and what I believe in, too, is this isn't a physical, this isn't a physical challenge right? It's a mental challenge, mm-hmm. right? Because really everything you do is all up here, all in your head, right? Like So like all that aspect of like, you know, do I want to do it today? Do I not want to do it today? It's it's the bitch voice versus, versus, the, versus the get it done voice, right? So yeah. if you can get it done every day and fight that battle, you're going to get better, right? So with all of these simple steps, right? Two workouts a day, follow a diet, no alcohol, gallon of water, progress pick, uh, and read 10 pages, you can really transform who you are. Think who you are mentality and, uh, and and really get after it
0: more than you ever did. So, so before AJ dives into how it transformed his mentality and the results he yielded, which were the best out of the group, um, our other friends um, yielded insane results too. Honestly, I, I think mine were the worst based on my, my our one buddy, Brandon, just got shredded to the gills. Our other friend, Brent, he um, out, out here
1: acting up yeah
0: he's he's just being a total hoe on Instagram everybody who yeah, sees him is like yeah, he's, but at- that's good the program worked for him now I he's showing off his abs that. I told him to do that he's probably not honestly getting any girls I'm his, I'm his biggest but he's still showing off I the abs I told
1: him to do that if y'all follow hey listen follow, it's follow, you do follow to my boy Brent what do you mean I do that?
0: Every time you go to the gym, you have to post a picture in the mirror.
1: That's because is, did you even work out if you didn't post a pic?
0: Yes, I do it every single day.
1: But you, so I don't know if you really worked out.
0: Our other friend, our other friend, Alex lost crazy weight and looks completely different. So it, it is an honest, it, it it works. If you follow it and you stay disciplined, it does work. So before AJ harps on his results, I want to touch on personally, the discipline and the reading guys there were nights, because I knew in the back of my mind that AJ was following this tick for tick for tick. Yep. And if I missed it, it was going to literally haunt me from a guilt standpoint. So I read at like 1 a.m. At, at night, where I would just forget. That's what you got to do. I was about to fall asleep, and I'd be like, oh, no way,
1: yep. dude. I'd Now I have to read 10 pages. Bro, you know what I would do? It, it's it's going to sound a little crazy. I would put my, like, before I would go to bed, I would put my book inside the bathroom. That's so weird. So then when I wake up in the morning, I would see it and be like, damn, here we go. Again. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. actually smart. Oh, you're saying for the next day. Yep. I thought okay. you meant like it was just always in there. No, no. I would look at it first because like <laughs> you wake up, go to the bathroom and it's like, you see it sitting there and it's like, okay, here we go. Oh, gotta that's do actually this. smart. Cause then the next thing I'm gonna do is go to the kitchen. So i grab it right off the bathroom counter, go to the kitchen and I just sit down there with the coffee and I'm like, all right, 10 pages. Yeah.
0: yeah it's and, uh, and, and following the, to, to harp on AJ's point also like following the strictness and making sure you hit all the points is, is mm-hmm. cool mentally. So, with that being said, dude, what results did you get? What happened?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I hit the lottery. No, (laughs) (laughs) no. So I, uh, so
1: we're going
2: to Cancun. No, uh, I lost around 50 pounds in it. Right. I, uh, was able So 50 pounds is is a lot. Right. I also, I always said that I was a fit person. (laughs) I always thought that I was, you know, doing pretty well, but, uh, sometimes you got to get to terms and how you actually look and I wasn't mm-hmm. looking too hot right so I lost yep. lost about 50 pounds in that uh much leaner than I, I probably the best I've ever been right now um I've also became a much better runner right I wasn't a runner at all from out my entire life I'm the worst runner I'm I'm the goalie right I'm not meant to run I run 18 yards and that's it so yep. uh, for me to run at the end I actually signed up for a half marathon that I'm doing in a month and a half right wow which,
1: I I before,
2: which I'm not pumped about because I hurt my back but uh, Did you say
1: be- it's in New York or where is it?
2: It's in Queens, yeah. It's okay, running around okay. Corona, Corona Park. So it's four laps around Corona. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. And Corona Park is a real thing before Corona for all listeners. It's a mm-hmm, real yeah. park, but uh, yeah, so 50 pounds, uh, became a much better runner. And I would say also much more disciplined around all my aspects of life, right? Uh, you know, I'm much more timely even than I, even than I was before and waking up mm-hmm. earlier. Uh, I'm more disciplined, I would even say. Uh, in my relationship, right. Being as someone who's getting married soon, right. And doing all these types of things, you have to, you have to structure, you know, your day to day and, you know, work with your loved one and make sure that things are on track. And I would say this program even helped that, right. Being, being Mm -hmm. able to uh, do things, not worry about feeling lazy or lethargic or, or out of it. Um, And also getting outside more, right. No one is outside enough at all.
1: That is so true.
2: And we are at our desks, we're in our offices, we're not doing shit, right? You know, like a lot of these labor jobs are going to waste, which is why we need more people, you know, to do these labor jobs. And it was, it was, a, it was so great getting outside every day, right? Um, that's something I'll say has fallen off a little bit, because I would say that's probably one of the hardest things for mm-hmm. people to do, especially when you work, you know, 10 hours a day or something. Uh, but it was, it was great being outside, right? And also in the dead of winter, getting outside when no one else is outside, right? When it's six o'clock, it's still dark, it's snowing a bit. And you're laughing, thinking, you know, there's five other hooligans out there with you tracking through the snow.
1: Uh, yeah. And they're, and they're laughing for other reasons.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the benefits were, you know, first physical, of course, right. You know, weight loss, uh, feeling more agile. My joints felt better than they ever have shoulders, everything else. Um, and also my discipline around it, right. Uh, much more, uh, you were, you're so clear, right. Once you come in the, in the 60 days, right. Mm-hmm. You almost feel a little bit angry that you weren't this clear at all times right? That like you weren't this sharp, that you're, uh, you're a little upset that you know that this is obtainable at all times.
1: Yep. It's like, right? that's what you were capable of.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and there's phases of that in seventy-five right? You're where you kind of get mad at society, right? You kind of have a point where you're looking at people and you don't take shit, right? Which is kind of hard when you run a team or you work in a big company and, you know, and you hear someone make an excuse that seems kind of light, uh, or, you know, and you have to find yourself being more empathetic towards it. But in reality, you were up at 5 a.m. Trekking through the snow. You were, you're were already half a gallon of water and you read 10 pages and you're gearing up for your second workout, right? Um, yep. So you kind of, you, you lose that empathy towards it, but uh, it's fine. You really sharpen up. You feel good.
1: I think that's a really good point. And I'm interested to hear about how you, how you balance that out because mm-hmm. knowing the kind of people that we are, right. And the conversations that we have about, you know, the things we do individually and then having to work within a team type of environment, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes those things can clash because we are the go-getter types, right? We are the ones who's like, no matter what's in front of us, we're going to, we're going to accomplish whatever uh, goal we set. And right. sometimes you come across somebody who is not that eager, right? Or who doesn't have the same speed or who, ha- who you have to be a little bit more patient with, right? Mm-hmm. So, when you're going through something like this, right, where, you know, you're just knocking off task after task, after task, after task, and then you come into the office and you may, you know, have somebody who it's a simple thing, right. That you're saying like, wait, what are we talking about here?
2: Yeah. You
1: know, like, is this really holding you up? Is this really frustrating? you? Like, why is this, why is this holding you back in the grand scheme of things? This should be like a minute thing that we're getting through and onto the, the greater things. Mm-hmm. So how is that? Is that something you were able to get stronger with throughout this program? Or did you become more aware of, yeah. of any issues with that or
2: yeah it's a good it's a good question right and um that ties back to a lot of stuff right i think yeah. that people have different levels of leadership IQ and also discipline IQ right they're either bad uh,
1: yeah that's a good, that's a good way to put it yeah
2: right so you learn that in this during this challenge right that you are kind of the cream of the crop once you're getting pretty far into this right you are disciplined right you're mm-hmm. I call it a you're a discipline uh you're a disciple of discipline right mm-hmm. And that's a stolen from someone else, but I'll come for now. <laughs> yep. uh, that's a Goggins quote. But if you're a disciple of discipline, nothing gets in your way, right? You're challenging yourself every day. You're scheduled. You know that, uh, you know, if you accomplish this throughout the day, you have more time to do other things that you love. And dealing with other people, to your question, who aren't like that, uh, I think you learn as a leader, too, that we, that we all are, is that you have to kind of find a way for that person to break through that barrier right, the best thing for a a leader to know is how to know how to get someone to the next level that they don't know that they can actually get to. So in all of this, it actually slowed me down a little bit too to say, hey, you know, I was getting pissed at this person for not accomplishing X, Y, Z, but was I actually being a good enough leader to bring them to that next step, right? To show them Mm. that being disciplined and being more, you know, structured in their day can actually have them accomplish more. Uh, And it's the problem with a lot of young individuals, right? No one teaches you how to be, prioritize, no one teaches you how to learn, right? So all these things are kind of sometimes fresh, right? You're in college, right? They just say, hey, here's an exam, get it done. Right. No one teaches everything's
1: laid hard. out for you. So literally the right. curriculum.
2: Right. Exactly. So yeah. so so in work is a little different, right? So uh I worked with a lot of people on that. And uh you know you can't solve all the problems too, right? Sometimes you gotta take it for what it is. But um definitely yeah it taught me actually that I had to speed yeah. up for third people and how to dial it back for others at the same time.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's a really good point, you know, like knowing when, when to slow down, you know, because mm-hmm. like, like I was saying, we are people who, if we can go 150 miles an hour, when it's only set to go hundred, we'll go 150, right? Like, and then we'll figure out the rest of it as we go, but that doesn't work for everybody. Right. And if you're trying to get the team to progress forward, you have to get the team on board, right? Like you can't leave anybody behind. Um, and like you're saying, sometimes you have to take a couple steps back before you can move forward.
2: Yeah. I, have a, I mean, I have a huge problem with that. I mean, I was actually, even to the 75 hard guys, as Albert said, I was gung-ho and I get it, I was. And I was actually mm-hmm. Brandon who did it too. And I said, was that like, like sometimes like saying like, was that too much? Cause mm-hmm. like once I'm in, I'm in, right? Yeah. So it's hard to really get out and uh, pull away from it. Um, that's why these challenges work really well for me though too. Cause once you're going, you can't stop. So.
0: <clears throat> I think um, AJ touched on something earlier too. To everyone listening, being outside was honestly a point that you looked forward to towards the end of the program. So there were nights that it it is a like I, I encourage everyone. It will simply and I and I told our one good friend Jeremy this. It'll simply change your life if you just add thirty minutes of walking to your day. Take your your significant yep. other and just walk. Go outside for thirty minutes and get extra steps in. Our one good friend when he moved up to New York, he was coaching at Chelsea Piers he was getting crazy steps in every day. He was logging like 25,000 steps in a day. And he was so skinny, no matter what he ate. And he's always been leaner. Um, But just getting our steps in with the 75 Hard program, I think was a massive attribute towards weight loss. So if you want to just slightly change your life a little bit, ramp up the metabolism, change the way you look, go outside and walk. It's so peaceful. Like just being out there, it's quiet, throw headphones in, and just add some steps, and I, I I think that that was a part of the program actually that I, I liked the most was was the fact that it forced me to be outside. Yeah, and I know AJ loved it with his like army boots and like headlight. And <laughs> yeah, because vest, you, bro, you know, was so like, weird, like, He like, was walking G.I. through the Joe city like, like he was a yeah. seal.
1: <laughs> in, in, in Queens, just
0: train, bro, in Queens, you're in Queens, bro. bro yeah. like, so, you. And
1: that's why he's out there laughing with people at, at <laughs> 4 a.m. They yeah. are not laughing for the same reasons.
2: And I can add to that too. So. <laughs> so y'all don't make me seem crazy but uh
1: oh we're making 40, you seem crazy okay I, know,
2: little, I am a little crazy but to albert's point about walking you burn more calories going on a 45 minute walk than you would just getting a lift in the gym now coach richie might differentiate with that for a little bit but like if you're really walking i was running some 500 calories doing a 45 minute walk right and that's just movement
0: Yep. Uh, Let's I give guess, a I solid disclaimer to to here. Solid disclaimer here. AJ is AJ bar none does run when he the walks. fastest walker on the planet. Okay, he could compete fast, but in he, the in the speed walking Olympics. He full AJ on moves. middle-aged woman holding dumbbells, power stretch like He
1: gets his <laughs> arms into it like full shoulder yeah, swing, So that's rotation. not true.
0: Like, there are definitely lifts that'll burn more calories. Don't listen and, to what AJ's saying, but he burned a lot walking. Burn,
2: right? Get out, he was and working. Stay, and, and stay steady and state, right? Get out there and move, right? Get the body going early in the day. Uh, and to Kembe's point, I actually did do this. And I would say good morning to as many people as I could yeah. throughout my walks in the morning, right? And that might sound crazy. It might sound obnoxious, right? But I think that saying good morning to someone and putting a smile on their face before they start their day can really turn around their day, right? I would get scolded at sometimes. Sometimes I would actually start actually logging it. Like if it was rainy, how many good mornings I would get back or if it was sunny out or if it was yeah. snowing actually the snowy days after a snow day i got the most good mornings back because people were just a little bit happier like seeing the white snow out and it was a little more cheerful in the city uh but i would say good morning to everyone right and it, it put a smile on their face and a smile on mine uh and you know then you're just moving like you're getting your day started um, yeah and not I,
1: only with them like but it like probably like once again it tunes your mind right like you're exactly. you start off your day in like a grateful way it's like okay you're out there you know you're able to say good morning to people Mm-hmm. Once again, some people say pretty extreme things. And it's like, oh, some people didn't wake up this morning, which is very true. Right. Yeah. So like the fact that you're out there able to walk around to say good morning, like, OK, whatever else might come through the day, you yeah. can take five, 10 minutes and just be like happy, you know, and just and I think like what we're really just missing is just being present in the moment. Right. Like, that's what I think people miss from not being able to spend time just walking around outside. Right. Or just taking 30 minutes of your own yeah. in a day and unplugging from from rea- from the world and saying like, okay, now I'm present in this moment, right? I'm putting one foot in front of the other. I'm going for a run. I'm going for a jog. Maybe you're listening to some music, but once again, like you're active in this moment and just focusing on you, right. And just focusing on feeling good. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now you're hundred percent. You hit on it completely. Yeah. It's uh, getting out, feeling good. Uh, And you know, it doesn't have to be crazy. guys. I wasn't outside running five miles every morning. Right. You know, just get out. Um, So, yeah, it it was a great program. I wouldn't
0: uh, have you last last touch on the program and we'll get to our uh, classic content rec. Have you implemented or would you say that this changed your life moving forward? Like, have you implemented any? I know you touched on the relationship and everything, but specifically from a work standpoint, because you do manage a team. Has this Mm -hmm. impacted any way that like it's it's noticeable? to the point where your team has seen, Oh dude, this guy just finished 75 hard. Now he's making us like, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> so is that, is that true? Have you seen that?
2: Yeah. Uh, there are some touch points to that, right? Um, you guys are having Mark go on in the future and he actually commented on it during a company call and said like, I just saw AJ the other week. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going crazy. He's doing crazy shit He's making me get after it. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, they knew I was doing it. I definitely informed them. Um, that's part of it. When they, I had it, I had to dial it back a bit because it would be like five thirty in the morning. I've already been up for a half an hour or more, uh, and I'm like, I'm slacking them or checking emails to start my day, right? I'm already half a pot of coffee in, right? So I had to dial some of that mentality back. Um, you know, no one's ever said to me though, like, I would never, I would, no one's ever said to me like, you're like a hardo for doing this, and I think that you're you're too much now because you did it, right? Any yeah. anyone looking at you. And says that I think it's feeling a little bit internally self-conscious, or they also want to be there in some way or another, right? Mm-hmm. So the young leader, right? You try to you try to bring that out of them and make them better. Uh, but most people that I did this with, I actually, or I did it with you guys, and actually in my company, I implemented a program that was much more dialed down uh, that we created charity money for and donated it at the same time we were doing seventy-five part, right? So we we're able to actually shift some of that ideas into the company uh, and do that going forward. Uh, but the team guys know. I mean, I, I think it actually motivated some of them too. Um, some of my guys, you know, looked to get after it in the morning when I was getting after it, right? To, to you know, show me that they were looking to do more and take on more and you know get on the team. So um, yeah. it all I'm, it all comes from leadership, right? You know, if, if 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 people see that you're doing more and you're getting after it and that you can accomplish more in the same hour that they're putting in, mm-hmm. uh, and and they're they're in that hardworking type mentality, they're going to want to do it too.
1: And I guess like I. I think that's a really big difference too, right? Between the people who just, maybe it would be different if you went to a conference down South and then came back up and said, okay, guys, I just learned all this great stuff. And now I want to change everything, right? Uh-huh. Because you're underperforming, you're underperforming, you're underperforming. And I know how to do everything because I just sat in a conference for eight hours, but no, you actually took time day after day, laid out your bullet points and actually followed it. Right. And showed people that, no, like, I'm not just telling you to do this, you know, or telling you that it's possible, but I'm showing you, right. And I'm going to go through this, this process myself. And if yeah. you want to kind of sign on, you know, or do something that's a little bit modified, you're hundred percent capable of doing it. Right. And I think that's, it, it's, it's like Twiggo was saying before, right. It's, it's, it's one thing for a leader to come out and just try to tell you what to do, but it's another thing when you actually see them there with you willing to go through the mud and then it just gives you a different level of motivation. Right. Like at that point, you're willing to run through the wall for whatever they, for, for them and whatever they tell you to do.
2: One hundred percent, yeah. If uh, it can never be top-down leadership, right? Your, your team should organically figure out the how within uh, to really get behind an idea, right? And mm-hmm. you know, some leadership tactics—they say you know, instill that into your team without them knowing it, right? Which is something you can do, right? You can naturally instill it, but um, if it comes organically from the people who are on the boot, you know, boots on the ground, getting it done, um, the results can be much better, right? Even mm-hmm. if it's an eighty-five percent of what it could have been to your potential 100%. Uh, with them being bought in, you actually bought into a brighter future with them in front of it, right? So, um, yeah, they were uh, they were actually excited for it. They were doing some fun stuff, so it was cool.
0: There you go. That's awesome. 75 hard, man. Hey, 75 hard, man. Anything else you want to touch on <clears throat> on the program?
2: No, not too much. Um, that was awesome, dude. Yeah, I would say that, you know, staying disciplined is it's a little bit harder after, right. Especially a mindset like mine, it's uh, we're, we're competitive. Right. And uh, we like a new challenge. So I'm actually looking for the next step for a challenge next, right. To, to, do, to build it on uh, mm-hmm. kind of like that, but um, you know, it's a real test after the program to see how disciplined you really are. Right. You know, when, when, in, when an application isn't keeping you accountable or, where your boys aren't texting you every morning to say, how, you know, have you gotten outside? Right. That's when, when you're alone by yourself and you have the decision to be right or wrong, which one do you choose? Right. Do you, do you, do you put your, your your beanie on and your snow pants and get outside and walk Mm -hmm. or you sit on the couch and, you know, have a warm cup of chowder, right. You know, you pick one or the other. Uh, So that's when it becomes hard, right. It's 75 hard, but it comes, it becomes harder. Right. When you actually learn to be more disciplined, uh, and just stay getting after it after
1: the fact. Yeah. Like you said, that's when the uh, challenge has to become a lifestyle, right. Or at least not some, not as extreme, but can you modify it in a way that's, that's manageable, right. Throughout your life, you see a lot of people who follow a diet and then the second they're off of it, it's like, Oh no. It's like, what, what, it's like, what happened? What happened? Don't be a wittable man. Be consistent. Yep. And we talked about that when Alex was on the, was on the, uh, on the podcast, right. We were saying, okay, some people follow a diet and they, are very good at following these simple steps that it lays out for you. But then the second you're off of it, right? Like, did you really take anything away from that whole process you were going through for the 16 weeks, the eight weeks, however long it was. And now we're here and you're going to have to restart that process again from step one, right? Like you're not at step one, you're mm-hmm. at step well, however many days, you know, past, past the end of 75 hard. And like you're saying, you're off to your next challenge, right? Mm-hmm. you you got, you have the momentum and it's, it's, it's continuing to grow and grow and grow. And like we always say, like, who knows where you'll be a year from now, right? Yeah. Maybe you'll say, like, I'm going to do it again, right? Bert yeah. was talking about that. You say you're going to do it, what, every year now? I, so I I, Maybe, I have no problem. See, yeah. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I did say that. I have no problem doing
0: the program again. The only thing is I will not commit mm-hmm. to the 45 outdoor every day because of how yeah. much I train with, like, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai. I refuse to sacrifice that inside.
1: Well, unless we move down south within the next year. But then we could be outside. Then we could be outside all the that's, time.
0: That's true. If we're in, we're in Texas. We could be outside, but yep. I 100% will AJ, be doing keep sober. Plan. Keep that in the plan. A sober 75 every year, because like AJ did say, the clarity that it yields when you wake up on on a Sunday and you don't have a headache, or like you wake up every single day is the same. You're just always fresh, never altered. It, it is a phenomenal feeling. 75 days of sobriety, as like dumb and simple as it sounds, is is phenomenal. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yep. Except for when you're in social settings, then it blows. Right.
2: Yeah, it, uh, it tough. I, I definitely cut some back. Uh, I like the winter aspect outside because I'm a skier, so it was nice for me. But the, the no drinking did get a little, I think that was the least traveling we've done in the last four years, Meg and I, because it was like, you know, we were, I was training, she was doing things, and it was just like, there's no point. So.
1: Yeah, y- y'all are always out. Yeah, always. They Excellent. move around. I'm trying to be like you guys when I grow up, though. So they do move around. <laughs> That's for real, for real.
0: So you, you're, you you hard about how much you read, bro. You read 30, 40 pages a day. What's the content wreck of the week for us?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Of course, guys. So, um, I, we've had a couple of Jocko fans already on this. Uh, Jocko's a, you know, a, a, I, I love Jocko also. I have a big poster above my head that says good at me every morning. Yep. Uh, so, Uh, for me, I know Rich has already recommended Extreme Ownership, which I recommend to everyone, right? If you read that first to him, but that's not my content rec, but that's a good book for everyone to read. Uh, but after that, I would say from Jocko, I would say Leadership Strategy and Tactics, right? This is a book that you can kind of pick up and read at any segment of time, right? So you can pick it up, take a lesson from it, uh, and then kind of pick it apart from there, right? So if you're struggling with, um, you know, managing a young team, right? If you're struggling with uh, a new executive coming into your team uh, or if you're struggling with uh, life stuff, right? Where you have to make a hard decision and you're not too sure what to do. This is a great book on, uh, you know, how to develop those skills throughout time in order to make the right decision, right? And um, so that's my de- uh, personal development rec, if I can have two though.
0: Like Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah, so yes.
2: Yeah, my second rec, another book, another book series. So another book series that I, that I just finished um, was a series by Jack Carr, Jack Carr is an ex Navy SEAL guy uh, who always wanted to be an author, right? He, he loved writing and reading, uh, and then actually went into the teams, uh, did his duty for, I think, about 20 years, uh, and then decided to actually, you know, fulfill his dreams of becoming an author, right? So he wrote an action series, uh, and the first book was called The Terminal List, right? So this does this, this kick it off, right? This series is about uh, a gentleman who, who came back from war, lost his family, uh, and has to go through a whole bunch of things, uh, you know. If you're a big fan of, I don't know, James Patterson books or, you know, the Borg Ultimatum movies or, you know, any of these action series that you just love to plug in on a Sunday or a Saturday and just watch them all through.
1: All the top 10 movies.
2: All the top 10 movies. You're going to love this series. Uh, And FYI, Amazon is starting uh, a a show based off of this with Aaron Pratt, right? So this is going to be it. It's going to be a big notch, a big show eventually. So I think you should read it. Uh, beforehand, um, and actually, you know, know what's going to happen before you watch it. So It's a great series. I, I chugged on through. It. He's a great guy, Jack Carr. He's a, he's a he's a cool guy.
0: Love it. Yeah. Love it. What About are, you, man. You want me to go, or you want to go? Uh, doesn't matter. To me, I got mine ready. You go first. So <clears throat> mine is actually based around training because I knew this is what we were going to talk on. Okay. I'm going to sound like a tool for saying this, <laughs> um, but honestly, it's it's a phenomenal it's a phenomenal movie. It's free on YouTube, and it's a classic. It's called Pumping Iron by Arnold Schwarzenegger. So great! it is an entire movie that is literally free on YouTube and is completely based on training. Now um, they talk about every aspect of training and Arnold was a psycho and obviously he was saucing, but he worked harder. He worked harder than everybody else. And it wasn't just lifting. It was acting classes and going to work and prioritizing and being disciplined with his funds because bodybuilding is not, a lucrative lifestyle and just the entire picture. And it honestly gives you some cool tips towards lifting. So it's called pumping iron. It's free on YouTube. It's a classic movie. I just rewatched it the other day and that's why I'm recommending it. Definitely. It'll fire you up in the gym. Yeah, There's some crazy
1: quotes. Definitely not going to say it, but listen, Hey, you guys want some motivation. Watch that. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah. Good. Man. Yeah. So I got another, I got a movie rec also. Um, It's called the whole truth. All right. It's came out. It's an older movie. Came, well, not that old. It came out in 2016 with uh, Keanu Reeves. Right. And he, in the movie, he plays a lawyer. So I'm going to fast forward real quick. The reason I'm recommending this movie is because the whole time I'm watching it, right. I'm like, okay, great movie. I'm liking it. Plot's really developing and it's a really good, like slow burn movie, bro. When I tell you I got to the end and could not believe how it ended because he could becomes John wick. It, <laughs> yeah, he started killing everybody in the courtroom. Headshots no, across that the board. That would be insane. That would be
2: crazy. <laughs> no, that John would be Wick crazy, double, crazy. double taps the whole world, man. Yeah, yeah, that's really
1: where John Wick started. But no, 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 Like, when you finally find out, right, because the name of the movie is The Whole Truth. When you finally find out the whole truth about what happens in this case that he is trying to go through, and with the defendant, he's trying to go ahead and just defend, it is ridiculous. He's on trial? No, 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 He's a lawyer he, oh. and right. So he's trying to go ahead and defend his, his client. And then you get to the end of the movie. Also his client's not talking to him. Right. And you don't know why his client's not talking to him. You know that they're connected in some way, right. That they're, that the whole obs- time the obs- client doesn't talk yeah, to him. The whole time. He's given him, you know, maybe a couple words here and there. So but- it's like
0: Drive, that movie Drive,
1: where they just don't talk the whole time. No, that one was like a <laughs> weird one that they tried <laughs> to put us on. I mean, I gotta rewatch that one again. We watched that one when we were like 16. <laughs> we suck. So psh, maybe, maybe it is a good one. We were just too young and just naive, but the we whole still truth. we still old and naive. But yeah, the whole truth with Keanu Reeves. Awesome. You gotta watch it. If you guys watch it, please. Just just send me a message at the end when you get hit with that moment and you're just like, yup, here we go. Damn. Yep. Okay. You know who's going to love? Alex would love that movie. I already know. I'm oh, going to have she to watch would, it. She would love She's going to sit there and be like, what is he talking about? <laughs> what is he talking <laughs> about? She'd be like, oh my God. Yup. You yep. guys
2: get along for more of those than anyone else. So yeah, it's, they're, they're
1: crazy with the crime stuff, dude. It's <laughs> um, one of the most popular genres in, in America. Yeah. Maybe America has a problem. Misery loves company, mate.
2: We're not going to get into American
1: problems. Well, right. this is this is how we lead into our next episodes, AJ. Right, <laughs> so this is how we keep people coming back in. Yeah, so, we'll someone talk about crime. If, next. Yeah, if we don't give them a little cliffhanger, right? All then
0: right. hey, speaking of cliffhanger, like AJ did touch on, if I you are listening, you, say you was about to go rock. Thank you so again. much. Jesus. AJ works for a monster company called Automotive Mastermind, and we are fortunate enough that in a couple coming episodes, we're going to have the CEO on and we are super pumped about it so so thanks to aj for that um with that being said when we're giving out thanks aj anything else any final notes you want to touch on
2: no no boys thanks for having me on real pleasure to be on uh first sit and uh chat with you guys this evening uh and you know keep getting after it everyone you know nothing's stopping you but you so
0: keep eating have fun that's that's awesome this is what we do man that's it and we are going to keep going we are going to keep eating and with that said as always Enjoy the first set.